0: Welcome to Spark, I'm Angela Wagner,
1: and I'm Nicole Schino,
0: and together we're here as your hosts of a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week we will discuss why our integrity is everything, how going to the DMV doesn't have to be hell, and why opening the door for someone can make your day. Hey Nicole, how are you doing?
1: I'm fabulous, how are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good, I love the, of course, Nicole's fabulous as always.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, didn't you just get back from the wine country, aren't you feeling fabulous?
0: Well, that is true. Yes. Yeah, so we did. We went to Healdsburg. Have you ever been there? No, I've never heard of it. I know. I hadn't either. And so I, it's either in or near, I think it's actually in Sonoma County, which, is that you know, Nap- yeah. California? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Napa and Sonoma are like where people go to taste wine and do all these fabulous things. And so my sister in law just got married. Yay. John's sister. Yes. And she has exquisite taste in all things in life. And so of course, everything was amazing from like the food to the wine to just everything. So we we had an amazing time. And it's like this quaint little town that is so charming. I mean, there is no Starbucks, like you get your coffee at the flying goat coffee shop. Oh, and... I
1: love those kind of towns.
0: <laughs> I know. And I went to like Heelsburg Center Yoga class on Sunday, um, with with the locals. They have like over thirty people in their yoga class on a nine AM on a Sunday. Wowza. I know. And um this fantastic, fabulous tea shop. So for any of my tea lovers out there, I I was like sent a photo and like got my friend some tea. We're both like obsessed with tea, but they have like this um, lounge relaxation room just to, they have like, you know, these awesome chairs and like a aquarium and they have these cool classes. I was so bummed they didn't have any when I was there, but like cool wine. I mean, wine tasting. There was a lot of that too, but tea tasting and (laughs) All these things. So anyway, and of course, the wineries are fabulous. So it was just like everything was awesome. So if anybody is looking for a getaway, highly recommend it.
1: You sound very refreshed.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. and Yeah, we needed it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think you're going to start off with our sucky moment of the week, yeah?
1: Oh, yes, girl. I have a good one. So this week's sucky moment has to do with my son, uh, Caleb, he just turned 15, so we're in that zone where we're ready to start driving. Oh, oh my god!
0: My. How do you I feel know. about that?
1: <laughs> it's a well. First, it makes me feel old, <laughs> and then I'm yeah. like, "Holy smoke! He is too young to be driving around in Dallas." Is what it really makes me think of. Um, so we had our first adventure of going to the DMV. Oh man. It's been a long time since I've had to actually physically go to the office. You know how, like, everything's online now? I haven't actually been to the DMV and probably since I got my first license. I mean, have you...
0: Yeah, I think it's like every 10 years now, you have to physically go and get your photo taken, really? I thought. Oh,
1: well, I remember, go- well, I did, I take that back. I did go when we got married, and I changed my name. But then after oh, that, yeah. I literally haven't like physically been in, I just always renew it online. So um, we had to go apply for his learner's permit, and you have to do that in person, because it's his first, first ever time doing any of this, and Oh, man, you know, the stories about the DMV, they are so real, like there are memes all over the Internet about it. Like it's a little (laughs) it's a little crazy, but that stuff is real. Uh, So anyway, we had this whole plan, like I got our paperwork ready. Um, I made sure we arrived early because I knew this was probably going to be like a deal, you know, going into it. Um, But I kept having this like weird sinking feeling that I didn't do something right. Like something was wrong. I just had a bad feeling about it the whole time we were there. And I was I kept telling Vic about it. And I was like, I have a bad feeling. Something is wrong. Uh, and I just like could not shake it. Anyway, we were there, I kid you not, for three hours. And we got Whoa. there before they even opened. And they had this little screen on the wall. You don't actually physically wait in line. There was a screen on the wall and every time a number would pop up, it would do this doorbell sound like ding dong. Oh, it was <laughs> it was horrendous. I could never work there. Um, but anyway, so we made sure to get there early so we could avoid all this. And But anyway, three hours later, we walk up and we literally spend three seconds with this not so pleasant woman. And she tells us the first paper she pulls out of his um, folder is the wrong paper we had Ugh. we got the wrong thing from his school and womp womp done like there was nothing oh my god and that was after three hours after three hours and she like was there's not like i could go step to the side and fill this form out like it was something that had to come from directly from his school so like that was it like we there was literally nothing else we could do like she was not willing to help us out um so we were like okay Guess we have to, you know. I mean, you can't even be mad about it at that point. Uh, so, well, you
0: can actually. <laughs> I
1: mean, I was, I mean, we were livid. Let me, let me start there. We were livid. And then finally, when we left, you know, you kind of move into that point of perspective. Um, but it was just really sucky. Like, you plan, you get there early, you do everything right, and then still it plays against you. And so, anyway, that was my sucky moment of the week. Ugh. But I will tell you what I did come out of it with was a positive side of, like, that poor woman was just doing her job. We may have had some choice words from her from the husband's side. (laughs) The husband (laughs) had some words after three hours. I mean, because we were all frustrated. we have been sitting there three hours. But after we left, like, you just started to get perspective of, like, there was really nothing that she could do to fix the situation. Like, being mad about it wasn't going to make it any better and me being in that whole space of putting negative energy into it like oh something's wrong I wasn't helping the situation either um so yeah I just kind of walked away with it more of a positive feeling that like it happened we're done with it we're not gonna dwell on it we're gonna Get that stinking paper, and we're going to come back again. And we did learn that they have a wait-in-line online app.
0: So, Whoa. Are you serious?
1: I kid you not. If you sign in online, it automatically puts you in line before you even get there. So this last time when we actually got the for real permit, we were at less less than 20 minutes.
0: So Does it tell you, like, how long the line is, like, when to go?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it gives you, like, an idea, and then you should, like, you still go, and you'll have to wait for a little while once you arrive. But, dude, totally changed everything for us. We didn't have to sit there the whole time and hear that dang doorbell going off. Oh, it was driving me crazy. Um, so, Is
0: that an app?
1: It's, like, it's part of their
0: website. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this exists. We'll definitely put this in the show notes for the people. Yes, in touch you must <laughs> do it.
1: Like if you have to go in, like it is hands down the only way to do it. Because there were hundreds of people there. I was like, oh, yeah.
0: Well, so when you got there like the first time and it was like you said you got there before it opened. Like mm-hmm. were there hundreds of people in line before you even?
1: No, it, did... it wasn't super busy when we first got there. But we went to one of those like. In Texas, they call them mega centers. And it's literally they just pump people out through driver's license type stuff. It's not like a whole other building. Like, this is all they do there. And so they have lots of people there who are, like, getting just pictures taking, renewing. But they also have all the people who are trying to pass the test, um, become a truck driver. So there was, like, a line of truck drivers outside who were trying to, like, get the different licenses to do that. That's who was mostly there. It was mostly a big group of those people. And they were just going in to take tests. And so, like, they weren't even part of our line, but as soon as they finished the test, they would get in line to go do it, too. So, I mean, it was just a massive group of people.
0: Oh, oof, man. Yeah. No one thinks, "Ooh, I get to go to the DMV today.
1: Yeah. And I was just like, "Ooh, that job. <laughs> I was like, OK, I feel bad for you. You have to hear that doorbell all day long.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I so I wrote this down when you said it because I thought it was so awesome. I think the nugget is like getting mad about it doesn't make it better.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and like in the moment, it's hard to not be mad about it but it absolutely did not improve our situation or even how we were feeling. Like we already all felt bad. Being mad about it was just making it worse.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Because I just like my, my initial gut reaction to things when they don't go my way is like, anger oh, yeah. you know like we we all have like a reaction and some people like have like they retreat or they'll get sad or mm-hmm. you know just different things So mine is like anger fight
1: <laughs> yeah that's Vic's too uh, that's yeah. very much his I, i'm the
0: retreat i'm like let's get out of here quickly <laughs> yeah yeah see i'm yeah i'm italian and he's what is he he's latin spanish. right spanish uh-huh yeah, yeah, yeah so sure. i think that's we got that we have it in our <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> come by it honest we're fighters but yeah so but again like it just makes you like stress it doesn't actually help anything because yeah. I, I, I totally I mean I can like I can feel that situation right now when you were saying it, it like you like think like oh if I just get mad and if I yell loud enough then mm-hmm. they'll they'll let me go and it's like no matter how hard you yell like they can't and yeah. so like
1: she'll just pretend oh. like we have that piece of paper
0: <laughs> yeah exactly like there's got to be something <laughs> right but, but there's not Oh, my gosh. Well, that actually kind of leads into the next thing that we're going to chat about. Um, so it sounds like a heavy topic, integrity. And it, it really is, but it's not heavy. It doesn't have to be heavy in a bad way. But I think it's so important, especially with just like the world right now. And, you know, we really use like positivity and integrity mm-hmm. and all these kinds of things. But what's so funny is when I was <laughs> – this is kind of a confession. Okay, it is a confession. <laughs> well, okay, I'll backtrack. I always get ahead of myself. But for those of you that don't know me, like in my yoga studio and in my coaching work, we do a ton of stuff around integrity and commitments and all that stuff. And we'll share a lot of that. But what's funny about this specific thing I'm going to share with you on integrity is that I, (laughs) where I got it. So I was having one of those like weeks and I was like, I just need to read something really light and like fluffy. And I, every time I do like quote, reading for pleasure, I'm always reading like a self-help book or like something that my, my husband laughs at me. Like I look over at him and he's reading about like, you know, he just reads these like crazy thriller murder mysteries. And I'm like, oh, that's relaxing, you know, <laughs> and he's like, well, at least it's not what you're reading about, you know, whatever. So we always laugh. But anyway, so I'm avoiding telling you that I was reading Sean Lowe's book. And for those of you that don't know, Sean Lowe was The Bachelor. Um, ah! I don't know what season because I've seen every season and I'm like obsessed with that franchise as a reality show. But um, he I was especially interested in him because he's from Dallas and, um, you know, he just seems like uh, so many people that go on that show, whether they're like the main lead or they're like, you know, contestant just seem. And again, this is all just what is perceived, but they're kind of there for fame and, you know, maybe they always say like for the wrong reasons. So his book is actually called For the Right Reasons, which is kind of a funny title when you know The Bachelor. But he just really did seem or does seem like a genuinely good guy with integrity, and he's actually really religious. And not that that means anything good or bad, but it was just kind of interesting because that's just generally not the type that they have. So I was interested to read his book and. It was okay. I mean, you know, it wasn't like the best book ever, but I did enjoy some things that he wrote. And so one of the quotes that uh, really spoke to me is he said, people often tell you to quote, live your dream, but I think the better advice is to be faithful. Treat people well, even when you don't feel like it. Tell the truth, even when it's complicated. Admit your mistakes, even when they make you look bad. In other words, don't save your integrity for the big moments. Practice it at all times so you actually have some when the big moments come. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, Oh god, there's so many things I love about this. Um I don't even know where to start, but
1: That's deep it, from The Bachelor.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said like his book wasn't that great. I mean I guess like, you know, as a fan of the show, I was kind of hoping for a little more like behind the scenes info. But like he oh. <laughs> Yeah, like he's still you can tell, like really connected in and they are definitely like, you know, bread and uh, some of his bread and butter. So he still does like appearances and all those types of things. So, you um, you know, he isn't going to like tell you too much or mm-hmm. piss people off. Not that I wanted him to like piss people off, but you just know there's all these things that go on behind the scenes or like rules they have that I just was like, Ooh, I want to learn about, but mm. there wasn't much of that. So anyway, but he did really have some great things to say. And I just thought, Oh my gosh, like that's so key. And what I thought about was just this week. So We um, are recording this, what's like three days after the election. So it's kind of a heavy week, uh, regardless of what side. Well, I guess maybe if you're on the Trump side, it's probably a little bit higher. But like, so I don't know, around my world, it's been really kind of heavy. And I'm still like really trying to process it. And so um, my son was bitten at school. (sighs) I know this—it's kind of you see what I mean, like the sucky moment of the week and then, and this like topic kind of oh, go together. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of meld into one this week, but um. It was the second time it had happened. And the first time it happened, I was like, really, really cool about it. I was like, Oh, I know it happens. My friends tell me that their kids bite, And I know they're good kids and blah, blah, blah. And so it was no big deal. Um, My dad like went off the deep end when it happened the first time. And he like wanted me he wanted to go down there and talk. And I was like, Oh, my God. Okay, no, the grandpa can no like. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute, though. Papa bear. It's so cute. But um, so this time, we actually didn't even tell him that it happened. So if, if he ever listens to this podcast, he'll find out. But um, <laughs> so this woman called me. And the woman that normally works the front desk wasn't there. And so this this woman, Miss Lisa, like calls me. And poor woman. Like I, I don't even know who she is. So I think she might just like sub in sometimes. So anyway, she tells me about it. And I didn't really like the way she responded. And I just got a little nasty with her. And I mean, I wasn't like – yelling at her or anything, but I wasn't nice. And I just, I didn't handle it the way I would have liked to. And it certainly wasn't within my own integrity. And so, um, I ended up talking to the owner who is like literally the most lovely woman in the world. She's like this, like 85 year old little Indian grandma. And, I mean, she she's like the reason we sent him to this Montessori school she's owned it for years and she still goes to work every day and just loves the kids and she's just this like calming presence and like you could just see like she I'm like she knows stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> she's oozing <laughs> she is like she's just fantastic and I'm like uh and so I'm like this you know I'm super like fired up and like really anxious about the election. And then my kid gets bit. and I'm like ready to attack, you know? <laughs> and so she calls me and like, just literally within seconds, like calms me down. And they ended up moving the little boy to the other classroom. But, um, and it was all fine, but I'm going to actually write a letter to this woman. Cause I don't know if she'll be there next week since she was subbing. And I thought about it today. Cause I just thought, you know, I felt so bad about it all night. And it's like one of those things where, you know, someone was like letting me off the hook. They're like, oh, well, you're just upset. You know, mm-hmm. it's fine. And I'm like, oh, but it's not fine because this woman was doing her best and she was just telling me what happened. And I think honestly what happened was like her reaction to like a discomfort, like an uncomfortable com- conversation is like a little giggle. I don't know if you've ever, have you ever like talked to someone that does that?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I think I'm that person. Like, and if oh, I, yeah.
0: I, I think that's me. <laughs> yeah. And my husband does it. And literally, like, we'll be in like these crazy fights where I'll be like, rah, rah, and I'll just start laughing. And I'm like, I, I mean, it just enrages me because I think it's that he's not taking me seriously, but it's just he gets uncomfortable.
1: Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> totally me. That's nailing it for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So just so you know, like, With someone like me, that's like the hardest like reaction. So anyway, so she she just had this like and again, it was so like not a big deal. She wasn't laughing at me at all. I just was like in this crazy space and I had had no sleep and whatever. Again, no excuse. And so I think that when we feel that in life, we have to clean it up and that becomes our integrity versus like, okay, well, I'm going to go teach a yoga class and talk about integrity, but then I'm going to treat this woman at the school like crap because for no reason. Right.
1: Yeah. That's like walking the walk and talking the talk. You got to do it all.
0: Yeah. But and I love how he says, like, uh, don't save your integrity for the big moments. Mm-hmm. So I talk a lot about integrity. And I mean, I mean, you can tell me if you agree or not. But most people, I think, would say, like, I do what I say I'm going to do. Like, integ- like I'm a person of integrity.
1: For sure. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: But again, like, you can't you can say that about big things but it it has to be, it's all encompassing. It's, it's all of the way we act. So I don't know, something to think about, especially as like, I don't know, this week has been really, really crazy and a little bit scary for, I think everyone because, or most people just because regardless of the side you're on, there's just such a huge divide. And so it's becoming more and more and more and more, more important every day for us to really treat each other well.
1: Oh yeah, totally agree. All the time, not just for the big moments. Like Every interaction.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't know. How do you feel about all this?
1: Uh, For sure. I can definitely relate to the whole wanting to have your integrity all the time, but it's easier to have it in the big moments and not as easy in little moments, which is kind of backwards. Uh, but it made me I think,
0: know,
1: right? Yeah, we, right. Like it should be. But I totally know because I think it's easier for us to like excuse it. That's why we're like, hmm, ah, it's not that big of a deal. Like it didn't really affect that many people. So we don't make it like a, a priority. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it made me think of a time. I'm a notorious cleaner outer of all things. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I love to donate stuff. I love to clean out my closet. I'd do it, like, on the weekly if I had time for it. Um, but I like to clean out other people's things, too. <laughs> uh, and I don't always ask for permission <laughs> before. But uh, so I do this to Vic all the time. Like, oh, he hates it. Like if a piece of mail goes missing, he knows hands down that I have already. (laughs) I have moved it and it has it is no longer in the home. But I do it especially with he has this drawer, like his nightstand drawer. And I usually don't mess with. I don't mess with it. Like, I keep my side of the bed clean and your side of the bed is your side kind of thing. But, like, one day I was just really annoyed about how there was too much stuff sitting on top of his nightstand. So I just decided, it's been like that for three months. Why don't I just clean it off? And so I did. I cleaned it off. I got rid of everything that I thought (laughs) wasn't important. Um, And I literally cleaned his whole drawer out and I donated or I trashed whatever I thought needed to be removed. And then, of course, (laughs) (laughs) he sees it when he comes home that night, and he was furious knowing that I did it. But I, like, adamantly denied that. No, 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 it's i i didn't I didn't throw anything away. I didn't donate anything. I just left it i just I put it in the drawer. I just made it neater for you. <laughs> you tell them
0: you just like move things around,
1: yeah, because I was like, honestly, he's not gonna know because I mean, it was already a mess. Does he really know what's over here? <laughs> and so i I just was like the whole no, I didn't do it like that. And then he was specifically looking for one thing. Uh. And so then I had to do the whole oh it must have got lost route which was just a total blatant lie. Oh, I should have <laughs> just I should have just owned it and been like, you know what? It was driving me crazy. I cleaned it. I did throw some stuff away, but it's still, you know, in the recycling bin. We can go find it. I should have just like owned it and faced it right from the beginning instead of trying to hide it and I don't know. It was just such an elaborate little web that I wove right there. I mean, I should have probably asked for permission to begin with is my first mistake. Um, But it's just one of those things like it was a tiny thing of cleaning off a nightstand. I was I had no idea that he was going to get that upset or that something negative was going to come from it. But honestly,
0: Ooh. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's tough. I mean, I think it <laughs> depends on like the person as far as like whether or not they're okay. Like you going through their stuff, but like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you definitely like the, you were like digging it. The, the hole got deeper and deeper. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: and I just I just kept going. I was like, there's no way out. I just have to keep. I just have to keep going down.
0: <laughs> yeah, and what's funny is it's, like, just you guys and Caleb. So unless Caleb was, like, digging through his drawer, he's like, Nicole. Oh, I yeah. Know-
1: he yeah. knows. <laughs> he no- I mean, he knows. And, like, the idea, like, things don't usually get lost in our home. It's usually, Nicole, where did you put?
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Because I things have to be in their home. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that is actually one of the things that is tough with decluttering as far as, like, once you get into it, it, and even I think Marie Kondo says this in her book, like, you can't declutter other people's stuff without their
1: permission. Oh, yeah. It's like an addiction, though. Like, I just get super excited about cleaning stuff out, and then I just start throwing stuff out that doesn't need to be doesn't need to be thrown out but like even that was like a tiny thing I should have been able to own up to it and like keep my integrity like yes I did it you know <laughs> instead of yeah. taking it to a whole new level of a lie <laughs>
0: oh yeah that's oh that's never good especially with someone you love but again like <laughs> something you love or someone you don't love it's all integrity for sure mm-hmm. oh yeah good reminders checking in <laughs> i know it is i was like oh it is kind of it is kind of heavy but it's been a heavy week so it's okay you know like sometimes it's just like that you, you can't... gotta air it out yeah and that's why we're here you know it's just to be honest about it and you know if you can find inspiration in the bachelor then you can find it anywhere right <laughs> yeah so yeah you guys just wait until like the bachelor starts in january we'll we'll talk about it i'm sure i'll find some interesting tidbits to share maybe we could even get nicole on board with watching one.
1: Oh man that's gonna take some convincing but i'll give it a try <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm not good with reality tv i know it's funny i i'm not i say i'm not a reality tv person but i probably watch more than i realize but i don't like i don't watch some of the bigger ones like i never watched american idol i never watched survivor like a lot of the
1: oh yeah me neither my mom though ooh, she loved them
0: she Love did them. yeah oh my gosh okay. yeah Someone told me the other day that uh, Survivor is still on, and I'm like, totally I
1: is. Yeah. I
0: was like, I swear I was in college when that started. I mean, I maybe not, but I mean, it's been on forever.
1: Oh, and you know what another one is? is Big Brother. Have you ever watched that one?
0: That one I haven't.
1: Oh, um, it's like on 13, 14, 15 seasons, like something
0: crazy. Oh, man. Well, I saw this little thing on the news because right now I'm like bathing in news, which is, I don't recommend. But. Um, <laughs> detox <laughs> I know my husband's like stop and I'm like ah I just I don't know it's like I'm an addict but um they were showing because I guess they were taping big brother which again like I didn't even know it was still on until I saw this this news article and so you know they don't they shut them off to like the world so they yeah. don't know what's going on so they didn't know who had won the election and so they <gasps> like show this little clip and they're like your new president is Donald Trump and like to see their faces <sighs> Oh my gosh, I mean, Yeah, That's so interesting, like I I didn't even know they were in it right now. <laughs> I know, I, I mean I know, and I thought what would that be like if you weren't like, because I mean I wonder how long they've been in this house, I mean I'm sure they, it's probably only been like maybe six weeks, but still like, you know, it was obviously like a huge surprise, and so anyway, it was kind of interesting.
1: That is.
0: <sighs> anyway. All right, so we're still collecting – we haven't actually released any of our podcast episodes yet, so we're just going to keep telling you guys to email me and Nicole, and um, I'll answer some of your questions, podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com, and that's just any like life, life question, really, but um, things that I – help people with with my life coaching is tends to be like diet exercise life like relationships like all different kinds of things like anything that you're kind of struggling with habits is a huge one we work with so um or maybe even yoga maybe you have a question about yoga i can answer that for sure so (laughs) (laughs) i love it Yeah. So Nicole, you have, okay, this I I am fascinated by and I cannot wait for you to share this. So you guys, Nicole is very fit. And as we talked about in episode one, she's like paleo committed and has been for like six years. And so like this is, she, she, I don't know. But one day, like (laughs) a couple weeks ago, we were like in the parking lot at the yoga studio. We were chatting before we were leaving. And I, she was in like, you know, like a tank top and yoga pants, which normally we are. So I don't know why. I just saw you in a different light and I see her, you all the time. So I guess that's part of the reason why I didn't notice. So I just look mm-hmm. over and I'm like, I feel really silly saying this, but did you lose weight? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, what was so the worst thing about it was she was like, I've lost 10 pounds, which I didn't even think you could lose 10 pounds. So, so tell us about your try this.
1: <laughs> so. This is really weird how this whole adventure started, too. Like, my husband's insurance started this whole thing. If you completed this program, you could get a discount on your monthly insurance rate. And I was like, discount? Say what? (laughs) So I was like, of course I'll do it. So I enrolled for this, like learning program about eating habits. And we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about talk about it more later. But what's really cool about it is it was not just about like diet change and all that. It was about actual eating habits, how you eat. And I've never really done any studying in that before. So I was just super intrigued by it because I love habits um, after working with you. So I'm like, yeah, let's learn about habits. So anyway, this new habit that I learned is so simple, but I'm telling you it is a game changer. So I don't lose a lot of weight. I kind of stay in the same little five pound bubble because of how we eat and how we exercise. I kind of like always stay in the same number and I'm comfortable at it. So I don't really work to lose weight. But when we started doing this, I just started to lose weight without changing anything other than this specific habit. So are you ready for it? Like, I feel like there's going to be a big drum roll right here. And <laughs> I love it. <laughs> at, at your next meal, I want you to try this. Put your fork down after every single bite and then just chew. Don't do anything else. Don't, like, be building your fork up. Don't be doing anything. <laughs> like, just set it down and then chew. And then after you finish chewing, You get to pick the fork back up and you can start again. But after every single bite, put it down, chew, then build your new fork up, and then start over. And it sounds like such an easy task, but... It was really hard to break the habit of, like, holding on to the fork, which sounds silly, but it was really hard. And then I noticed that as soon as I put it in my mouth, I would, like, immediately start building the next bite up. And it's really interesting. You're going to pay attention to it now the next time you eat. Um, But I'm telling you, like, it has changed a lot about how I eat. And I've kept it up.
0: And now, Angela, I'm up to 12 pounds Oh my God. I, I honestly, like, that's amazing.
1: I know. Isn't that crazy? And it's as simple as putting your fork down. But, and there's a lot of other principles that we were trying too, but they're all like just habits. So it's not changing. Like, I'm still eating the paleo stuff I was always eating. I'm still exercising the exa- same amount I was. But this one little thing will change how you're eating because you're chewing more, you're eating slower, you start to get full faster than you normally do wow
0: that's awesome I'm gonna try it well but if I'm eating like like a, well I can't even eat a hamburger with a bun but oh, like that's
1: a good question though like uh, my husband had the same thing he was like well what do I do so the whole thing with a burger burrito anything that like a finger food mm-hmm. you take a bite and then you set it back down You chew, 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 and then pick it back up. And one of the interesting things from this program was they talked about was like literally most people, I'm sure she had a percentage, but most people, once you pick up the burger, you never set it down again unless you have French fries.
0: Oh, (laughs) yeah, which is a great reason to put your... Yeah,
1: isn't that interesting though? Like you hold it the whole time. You have no reason to hold it. Like put it down, finish chewing the bite. Or people would like chew and be like starting the next bite before they even swallowed like you'd have multiple bites in your mouth like it even sounds crazy when you say it out loud but you only need one bite in there at a time
0: <laughs> yeah yeah okay well i'm gonna try it this week and then next time we record i'll i'll update you guys because i haven't tried this I'm yet i'm telling you so. everybody try it yeah okay <laughs> so we'll all try it and then um, we'll report back Awesome. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna close us out with a shout-out. And this one's short and sweet. But uh, so I have a seven-month-old baby. So I have like a regular stroller. And then my toddler, who is like super independent, so he doesn't want to be in a stroller. So he walks. So it's kind of a, a little bit stressful when I'm going out and trying to get in and out of doors because I want to make sure he I have him and then I've got the stroller. And so um, I'm just giving a shout-out to people who hold the door. I mean <laughs> – I know know. this sounds crazy, but I literally have some people just like watch me and they like, see, like I can't get in, And they just sit there or they just like, you know, ignore. And so the people that stop and, or like the people even that like get up from their seat and like run over, it's just, it's like life changing. It is something so simple and it doesn't have to be a mom with a stroller. It could be anyone. I mean, it could but certainly if someone's on crutches or, you know, needs an extra hand, they have an extra bag. I mean, like it should be. I think for all of us, it should be like an automatic response. And, you know, I heard one time a friend of mine who uh, lived in New York say, like, I just, you know, stopped holding doors open because like he had come from Texas and he was like, you know, people don't even say thank you there. And then people get jaded and then everyone's just kind of like cranky. So I think it's on the other side is like someone does something like that. You look at them in the eye and you're like, thank you.
1: Yeah. Human connection. Pass the kindness along.
0: Oh, yeah, put the phone down, open a door, and say thank you. I mean, so easy, so easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Feel goods. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. Find us online at angelawagnercoaching.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Coach A Wags. That's A W A G S. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks. Raise a glass and discover what it is that sparks you.